0: What's podcast? This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava. and today is Thursday, May 12th, 2022. It has been a pretty decent day for releases. I've talked about this before and Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays are usually our busier days for releases. Today was pretty much right in line with what we were expecting for that sort of a thing and it was a pretty decent day for shoes in particular so let's just talk about that a little bit and then I'm going to talk maybe a little bit more about some of the things I've been seeing and wrap this thing up and let you guys get out of here so today was good it was a sneaker day for the most part really didn't see too many other types of releases and things seem pretty pretty quiet pretty dead almost with the release reselling space, which is kind of why I've been trying to transition out of it. There's money to be made in flips that are found at targets and Walmarts and things like that where you want to sell them on eBay, you can make money doing that, right? Like a low-key flip type of thing. There's money to be made if you have some consoles, you can probably flip those as well. Graphics cards, same kind of deal, you can flip those as well, but they're not nearly as profitable as they used to be. And shoes are falling in line with that and cards are probably going to start to fall in line with that as well. And For me, I definitely don't want to be left holding the bag on any of these products. So, I am probably going to be liquidating a a substantial amount of the stuff that I'm holding and probably taking that on tomorrow and this weekend, trying to get a lot of that stuff sold. Maybe not taking like every offer, but at least making sure everything's listed, everything's ready to go. And the moment that I either see a good offer, I, I pounce on it or I just kind of start taking things as they come in so that's what I've been focusing on but let's jump back for a couple seconds to the the shoe releases we had today so there was a pair there were two pairs of dunks that came out Nike Dunk Lows believe one was in women's sizing and one was in men's sizing one was like a bright red crimson gym red and one was gym red and one was crimson red and the the gym rat ones were the nike next nature dunk lows they've been doing a lot of these they look pretty clean i don't know what the difference is between these ones and a just a traditional dunk low i think that these ones look pretty much the exact same but i haven't had them in hand to compare a colorway of one the the regular dunks to the next nature dunks i haven't been able to do that in hand yet but those are pretty profitable especially the women's ones that came out today i mean bigger sizes were doing roughly uh, i don't know $180 to $200 so those were pretty profitable and then regular sizes in the men's shoe that came out the crimson and white that was doing upper 180s is kind of what I was seeing for some of the sizes that I was going for so overall profitable shoes retails around 100 bucks for both pairs so not super expensive actually on the the cheaper side for sneakers and there was a decent amount of profit to be made after fees, after shipping, and all that kind of stuff. I'm really trying to look for bigger, better, profitable shoes, and those are definitely going to be those. The other release we had today was, and I don't know how you want to pronounce this, but I pronounced it as j jound or you can just pronounce it as Jound, but I like to say all the J's. They did a release with New Balance, and it was on their website. It was just a pretty standard run-of-the-mill, I think it was a New Balance 990 V3, And there wasn't anything special about this one. I think it was green and black. It it was like not really their best colorway. They've done other colorways. They did the olive colorway. They did an all green colorway. I've hit both of those. I did sell the all green colorway when it first came out. I waited a while and then I think I sold it for like 600 bucks. So it's definitely a very sought after shoe collab. The New Balance and Jown collabs, they do really well. And the olive colorway did similarly. I'm still holding my pair and I'm pretty sure it's doing around... Four or $500 now. I'm, I'm thinking closer to $500 or so. Just profitable, right? Super profitable. Retail is, I think, around 275 after you factor in shipping. So overall, just a super profitable shoe, especially if you held it for a little bit. So I have been looking at my sneaker collection. I'm probably going to be selling some of it and probably keeping some of it. I don't have a large collection, but I do have some shoes that I've put away for a rainy day. And I do believe that rainy day may be here sooner than later. So I would like to cash in on those before everybody else realizes that it is a little bit tougher to spend money on shoes like like really unnecessarily spend money on shoes. So that's what I'll be looking at. Overall though, I hit both pairs. So I hit the the crimson and white men's Dunk Lows and then I also hit the Jound New Balances, the gym red and white women's Nike Dunk Low next natures still avoided me like i wasn't able to get those which was kind of a bummer but overall two for three that's a really good day especially for shoes problem is shoes you can only really get a couple pairs and i'm looking to do more volume with that or than that so it's kind of why i've transitioned a lot of my business into what hopefully turns into a replenishables model we'll see how that goes though i'm still working on that a lot of my items for my first shipment will be delivered here hopefully over the weekend and then i'll get those all packed up and ready to go for amazon and be sending those out on amazon we'll see how things end up going with that and kind of taking it step by step so overall excited about that other than that though there really wasn't too much going on today things have been just relatively quiet i saw some people asking about reselling and how it's been slow and it feels slow and you would expect it to be slow as things slow down in the economy People don't have all this expendable income, and so they start to spend on things that are more necessary. And so resellers, they're they're survivors for most of the most of them are. I don't know if necessarily all the resellers we have will stick around. My kind of gut feeling is no, they won't. I think a lot of people are just here for the money, and that's cool, and that's kind of why we're all here, right? We all we all go to work for the money, but they will find that they don't enjoy making money reselling when it's much more difficult and they have to actually put in more work than just buying consoles and, and stuff like that. So I do think a lot of the newer resellers will be flushed out, especially in a recession. And it should be interesting to kind of see who sticks around and what kind of things people are able to sell during that if, if it should come to that because it's tougher to sell in a down market. And when you can be resilient and sell in, in a situation like that, you really set yourself up for success because now you have all these other tactics, all these other skills that you've acquired so that when things are going well and when it's an upmarket, you can absolutely destroy and and dominate your business. And so that's what I'm looking to do, trying to figure that out. I think the replenishables model, as I talked about on yesterday's podcast, will be super helpful for that. But there's obviously other things out there that can be used in other ways of making money that should be profitable as well. You just kind of have to find what works for you. Much past that, I don't really have a ton that's changed today. Spent most of my day doing research for replenishables, and so that was good. I found probably two or three really good replenishables with multiple variants on their skew. So if you've ever gone to Amazon, and we'll just use clothing for an example, if you want to buy a pair of jeans, you can go and obviously go to one listing for that same pair of jeans, but you can buy get several different waist sizes several different lengths they're all in that listing each one of those has their own ASIN which is like the SKU number for Amazon and that's called a variant or variation so there's a little bit of trick that goes into figuring out how to sell those only because you don't necessarily have as clear a picture as to how often each variant is selling or it's not as easy to figure that out so I was doing some looking at that but I did get a bunch of variants that look like they'll be sellable out of some of the products I was looking at so overall just a solid day for that. And then I was doing some work with Python and kind of wondering if it's something that I should continue doing. I probably, like I'm going to continue doing it because coding and and Python have been things that I've been really wanting to learn for a while. Whether or not it made the most sense to do them now versus just learning Zapier, I'm not sure. Zapier is a lot more versatile and easier to use and user-friendly, that's kind of the trade-off. I'm going to learn Zapier probably next quarter but I don't know if it would have been more helpful to learn that now and put Python off until the following quarter. Either way, should be fine. I'm still plugging away at that. It's not necessarily as exciting as one may hope for it to be, but it's been good just trying to learn, trying to work my way through the course that I'm taking and hopefully things end up kind of making a little bit more sense as time goes on. And that's typically the way things go when you're trying to learn stuff. I've found that a lot of the time you feel overwhelmed, or at least I do when I first learn something and it feels like there's a lot thrown at me at one time. And then you just have to bite it off in bite-sized chunks and be able to process it and learn. And kind of, if you have issues or questions, you go back, revisit the topic, that sort of a thing. And it applies to everything. I mean, it's not just Python. It's not just replens. It's anything out there. If you want to learn a new skill... You can't just do it all at once, even though so many of us don't wanna wait. And maybe that's maybe that's what I'll talk about right now, right? I think a lot of people don't have, and me included, don't have the ability to wait or be patient for things. And we you have people talk about this all, all the time, right? You have people talk about how things are so at our fingertips now, we don't have to wait for anything, you don't have to wait to see somebody, you can FaceTime them. You don't have to wait to look up a piece of information when you get home, it's right in the palm of your hand on your phone, and so there's so much waiting that's been eliminated, which is good. I think that you should be able to look up anything, anytime, I think that's a great feature, right? But attention spans obviously get lower as, as there's less friction with how much you can kind of put in somebody's face. And it's kind of a a thing where I think a lot of people, including myself, have trouble trying to be patient and take things one step at a time. And like when I start something, I want to be at the end right when I start. I think a lot of people do, right? That's probably what you feel as well, where you start a new task or a new skill and you're watching people on YouTube like who've been doing this for a while and all I can think of is, man, I wish I could be that guy right now because he knows all this stuff and how much farther ahead I would be if I could just know it all right now. Now, that's obviously not possible. You have to actually put in the time, put in the effort, put in the work to figure that out. But it is something where sometimes it feels like you're never going to get it. And really what that is is you just not wanting to put in the work and wanting to sit there for a while and actually like struggle through figuring it out. That's kind of what I've noticed about myself is that I don't really enjoy that. I don't think anybody does. But overall, if you're kind of forcing yourself to do that, which is what I'm trying to do, I, learned, I feel that I learn a lot better after I've really started to just put in reps, do repetitious things, whether that's when I'm coding, learning a new coding skill, and then repeating that skill over and over again until I really feel like I have it down, or whether that's just learning about new things to resell and maybe looking over that sort of thing, or maybe going out and sourcing for new products over and over again. And I'm not necessarily even leaving my house, I'm still doing a lot of online arbitrage, but. I'm going and looking at different sites, I'm, I'm doing the research on different brands, and it's every day, four hours, five hours, six hours a day, and just trying to figure out which brands sell well, which brands are going to be profitable for my business, which brands do I need to incorporate back into my business, and what sorts of things can I be looking to move into as things change, because things are ever-changing, and if you kinda let your business stagnate, you're gonna find that you're gonna probably fail, which is the tough part, not many of us like change, but the best businesses are always changing. So we'll see. We'll see how things kind of end up turning out for me for whether or not I can make a replans model of a business work really well. I do believe it's possible. I don't think it'll actually be terribly difficult to do. The, the tough part is obviously outsourcing yourself or outsourcing your work and taking yourself out of the business or moving yourself. That's where the tough part comes in because you have to actually be a good teacher. You have to be a good educator. And... That's something that I feel like my skills are very terrible in. So trying to teach people skills that I know is not necessarily the best the the best kind of role for me to be in. So that's kind of where I hopefully transition my business off into the end of the year and maybe next year and stuff. But right now, just focused on learning, acquiring new skills, trying to improve my abilities as a reseller or just as a business person in general because the more skills you have, the more you'll have at your disposal to pull from. And that's the other thing. I mean, like coding, I've talked about it before. I I feel like just right now I'm feeling like, oh, I don't know if I really should be learning Python, but there's a lot that goes in with understanding how coding works and understanding how coding languages are written where if you're somebody that wants to own a business and you want to have somebody develop something for you, whether it's a software, whether it's an app, whatever you want it to be, it helps to have a basic understanding of how coding works and that's one of the the kind of issues with not understanding code and trying to get somebody to make something for you out of code is that there's just a, a language barrier almost to what they can do and what's normal to do versus what you want them to do. It's kind of tough to be able to articulate that. At least that's what I've heard from a lot of people that have made like tech businesses or built apps that aren't necessarily tech savvy themselves and have developers, there's a bit of a a barrier in understanding. And that's something that obviously people can cross and they do it all the time, but it's just easier if you understand a little bit about code and how to write it and stuff like that. So anyway, that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's what I'm focused on. Nothing crazy today. It's been a very low key day. I don't even think I've made any sales. eBay has just been like on the side, on the back burner for me for the most part. I haven't listed much in a long time. And I'm gonna hopefully get at that this weekend, get a lot of stuff listed, hopefully get some sales rolling in, and then just move a lot of inventory. I got so much stuff that I just wanna get rid of and basically start fresh. And I've talked about it before, and yet here we are at the beginning of the year. I'm acquiring inventory into May and then hitting May and going, man, I really acquired a lot of stuff that I don't need. And so it's now trying to liquidate it all. A lot of it's gone up in value, some of it hasn't, some of it's gone down in value. And so just trying to get rid of a lot of inventory, that's the, that's the move for the rest of this summer, trying to get rid of inventory and then figure out how to get new inventory in, ship it to Amazon, sell it, and kind of start over again with my business, having a little bit more skills, having a little bit more capital to play with, really getting things rolling with that. So anyway, that's what I'll be doing here. If you want to rock with me, come back to the podcast every day. I'll be trying to share what I'm doing and sharing my Uh, things that I acquire, the knowledge I acquire, things that I've learned, skills that I've learned, hopefully trying to help you out as a reseller as well. So anyway, with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Thursday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.